Welcome back, everybody, to Keyhole Conversations. And I have two guests with me tonight. And we just got done watching a very, very interesting, creepy movie, Talk To Me. I had not seen this yet. And it was suggested by um, one of the guests that's on the show, Riley, who's sitting right to my left. And then across from me, I have Summer. And we all sat down and watched it. And I just got a like, little antsy about what what ghost stories do you guys have? So we're going to uh, talk about maybe some of our ghostly experiences. And I want to talk, certainly, first we'll start with Summer. What? Because uh, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> um, Coming closer to the microphone. I have had a lot of ghost experiences. Real, real quick. Mm. I am highly skeptical of ghosts on here. You too. Riley? Skeptical or? I've experienced things. <laughs> and so. I have too. So not would, super skeptical. Skeptical of some things, but not everything. What are you skeptical of? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's necessarily an afterlife or if it's just like another dimension or something like that. So out of curiosity, what are the other things that you've experienced? What do you think those stem from if not like... Hang on real quick. Do you see how Summer just deflected towards you? She's like, <laughs> I don't want to be on the spot. I'm going to throw this no, all I'm right. genuinely curious, though. Um, I just think that there's a lot of like, we don't know anything about how time really works. Mm. And so I feel like there could be a lot of like overlap going on. Just kind of like, oh, what is that movie? Interstellar. Stuff like that. Gotcha. That's a good movie. Have you seen Interstellar? I have not seen it. Oh my God. Watch That's, that movie. Not only is the movie great, the but the soundtrack. I, I can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you ball your face off. <laughs> yeah, Interstellar is a good one. So you're not skeptical because we've kind of had this conversation before. What is like your most standout spiritual ghost story experience you have, Summer? There's a couple of them. Um one that always comes to mind is we lived in Kingman, Arizona, and I think I've told you this. We lived in Timothy McVeigh's house, and that place was so haunted. There was all kinds of creepy stuff that happened, and I remember one night um, we had joined rooms with my brother, and the whole trailer was set up really strange. So you walked in, and you're in the living room. And if you go off to the left through the kitchen, you're in our bedroom. And then we had a joint room with my brother, but you could also get to his room from the back of the living room. And so it was like just a big square. And then there was like a hallway with my mom's room at the back. And my sister and I shared a room. And one night, because my bed was up against the door to where my brother's room was so that he couldn't come in our room. And one night I woke up because my bed was moving and it was my brother pushing through the door. And he pushed so hard, he was so scared that he moved my entire bed with me on it. And he said, there's a man in my closet. And I was like, what do you mean there's a man in your closet? He's like, there is a man in my closet. And I looked inside the room because he had opened the door and his clothes were just swinging in unison in the closet. And so I pulled him through the door and we stayed up most of the night, <laughs> did not sleep. That's creepy. Now, why? Hang on. He was pushing open the door and pushing your bed with it. Yeah. So we, I, we had set up the room because my sister and I shared a room, 
and you don't want your pesky little brother to come in your room whenever he wants. So we put oh, my bed okay. against the door and he got so scared that he pushed the door open and moved my bed. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's the most vivid, creepy ghost story you have? Because you also have another weird thing that you've told me about. I've got several. Which one are you talking about? You um, have the vacuum voices thing. Ah, yeah, that. Yes. <laughs> we have cats yeah. outside the door. I can literally hear them in my <laughs> headphones. <laughs> the cat wants Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Riley gave the cat some attention. She's like... Let me back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's been a weird thing too. Like throughout my life, um, I can hear voices in like white noise, and it's really weird, and it makes me sound absolutely batshit crazy. But like, experience that. Have you? Mm-hmm. I won't vacuum when I'm alone in a house usually. Unless I, I have like headphones. So my thing is I don't really get creeped out by most things. Like there's one time that I was like super, super creeped out. But like when it comes to that kind of stuff, I'm just like, oh, that's weird. Let's <laughs> investigate. <laughs> Me, I like, I'm I like write. So I go to very creative, dark places and I'm like, oh my God, what if it's something trying to like take over and possess me and stuff? And yeah, and then I just go on this like, wild tangent and scare myself so in this white noise to people who don't understand what white noise is isn't that just any ambient sound that kind of is like the persistent static like yeah yeah. like vacuuming vacuum running hair dryer dryer um white static on the radio those tv channels that used to be just yeah yeah don't exist anymore (laughs) sadly they don't remember the days when you would like watch and it was still in our age generation where they would sign off the news network for the end of the night at like 3 a.m and it would be just the yellow white red green box Uh on the tv yep so my little ghost story and i think i've told both of you this but for the listeners is i used to live in this house in west jordan and summer thinks i'm crazy because i'm still highly skeptical of ghosts Mm -hmm. but this is such a vivid uh whether it was a dream or an actual reality, I remember waking up in my room and it was around 3, 3.15, somewhere around there. And my room was super hot and very uncomfortable. And I remember like opening my eyes and seeing my alarm clock and being like, oh, it's so early and it's so hot. And then I closed my eyes, swear I didn't fall back to sleep. But then I opened my eyes again and all of a sudden it was like 6.50 and my door was wide open and the hallway light was on and light was streaming in through my, uh, from the hallway into my room, right in my eyes. And I had that like fuzzy vision, like blurry vision. Cause I'm just barely waking up and I see this silhouette of a female and I think it's my sister and I scream at it, close the door, turn off the light. And it just stares at me. And so then I scream, close the damn door, Candace. I'm trying to sleep. I still got in back then, you know, getting up for high school. I'm like, I still have 15 minutes before <laughs> I have to be to school. So I still have five minutes I can sleep. And it stares and then it goes, it turns almost like in a floaty way, but mm-hmm. turns and goes out of the doorway. And I'm pissed. I'm like, what the hell? What are you doing? So I get out of bed. 
walk out the door, look down the hallway and it's going down a set of stairs and it's turning to go down another set of stairs. And I notice it's in this white dress and I'm like, what, what the heck? You know, I'm like, that is so odd. Why would my sister be in this white dress? Did a dog just sneeze? No. Oh, we got one cat trying to get in the room and Charlie's investigating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the the figure turns, goes down the other set of stairs, and I'm thinking white dress. My sister doesn't freaking wear dresses. Back then, my sister was super tomboyish. So I'm like, what is this? And I go down the set of stairs into the family room, and I look out the front window bay, and there are no vehicles there everyone's gone to work Mm -hmm. so it's just me in the house so I look down the second set of stairs and by the time I look down it's going down the third set of stairs which led to the very basement where my sister's room was at and so I you know those little novelty bats you get from the um like uh stadiums and stuff the little wooden toy ones I go grab that thinking (laughs) that's going to be my weapon of self-defense And I start walking down the stairs and the dogs are going mad. And I look out back and they're barking at my sister's window. Just I'm like, oh my God, there's a home intruder in my house. But I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of brave. I'm this 17, 16 year old. I'm like, I'm going to get him. So I go downstairs and I go to the door and I'm listening and I can't hear anything in there. And the dogs are still barking. So I grip the doorknob, throw the door open, and no one's in the room. And as soon as I did that, the dogs completely stopped, went silent. And I got freaked out, and I ran to school. And you're still a skeptic. And the weirdest thing was, was I was I started thinking, like, white dress, woman, white dress, woman. At our high school, before I attended high school... And I had actually seen this scene. I was walking to junior high at the time and a high school junior, I think she was junior prom is the, had um, been broken up with and hung herself on Copper Hills football field in her white prom dress. You didn't tell me this part. I didn't? No. Yeah. So... I've always put two and to do together because we lived right across the street from the stadium. And she could have just been like walking around. I just thought maybe it was some spirit of hers interconnecting to the nearby area. And I know her sister, not well, but I went to school with her sister. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was always odd. I almost wanted to go ask her sister about it, but I thought that would be bringing in way too much emotion. I might, yeah. Um, but that was a... That was my weirdest ghost story. But we had a lot of weird things happen in that house. We'd have cupboards open and slam. My mom's You're skeptic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I'm still way skeptical. Um, See, and I didn't think you told you didn't tell me about the cupboards either. Like, yeah, that's insane. But the reason I'm I haven't told you about the cupboards is because I I never experienced them. Oh, so it was just like other- this was stories from my sister and my mom that would say okay. cupboards would open and that's, slam. That's why we're like you're skeptic. Like how? And my my ex girlfriend she uh, claimed the same thing. She was like, dude, the cupboards in this house slam. And I was like, no, they don't. She's like, I was here while you were at school because sometimes she would sneak over to my house and hang out. Mm-hmm. But another very, very, very 
creepy thing was me and uh, two of my friends came home on lunch break from school once and we had one of those big old TVs. You guys know the ones I'm talking mm-hmm. about that were like the size of a freaking refrigerator. Heavy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> massive. And we were sitting and we're all making these peanut butter and jelly sandwiches upstairs, something like that. And the TV came on and it was on one of those, uh, what do you call them? Elevan or TV evangelist. The, the oh, preachers on preachers. Yeah. yeah, televangelist. And he was saying, um, Jesus is your savior. Jesus is your savior. Jesus is your savior. And the volume kept getting higher and higher and higher and higher. And my friend trapped and went down and unplugged the TV. He's like, we're getting the fuck out of your house, man. This is fuck. I don't blame him. I would have been right there with him. We're leaving. So those are my two, though the TV and the girl were the two most creepiest things. Uh, I have a friend, Craig, who used to rent these this room that we were in. And he said that he always thought there was a little kid presence running around this house. And in the backyard, there's little handprints. I was going to tell you, on the closet doors in there, there's handprints. Yeah. Little kid handprints. Yeah. I, and was, I was looking at them yesterday, and I was like, what the fuck? Well, here's the odd thing about the handprints. The people that lived here had two children. There are three sets of handprints in the concrete, though. Yeah. And I always thought that was weird. That is weird. But those are my... But other than that, I... And yeah, I still call myself a skeptic because the one time I'm like, was I dreaming? Was I like sleepwalking? Because I was sleepwalking a lot. Do you vividly dream usually? I have vivid dreams, but then I usually wake up from them. And that one I don't ever remember waking up from. I remember going right to school and just being like freaked out. Yeah. I think that's just you trying to like logic it away. Mm-hmm. To say this isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> it very much could be. Um, I also had a, a vivid dream that my grandfather visited me right after he had passed away. That could have been real too. Mm-hmm. I remember sleeping in the bedroom and he was like in the dream. He was in uh, the curtains, mm-hmm. like staring at me. Terrible. And I was like, what? No, I mean, explaining it to you is terrifying. Even me, I'm thinking this is kind of creepy, but it was was the most odd, peaceful feeling I'd ever had from a dream. And he just, he was like there. And then I woke up and he was gone. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. That's really crazy. Just as long as it didn't look like Mia's mom from Talk to Me. No, kidding. Yeah, no, it it, it looked like a very halo-y hymn. Like hazy, right? yeah, like very bright version it honestly of him. Sounds like he like came to visit you, yeah. and be like, "I'm good," kind of thing. Now you mentioned that you're kind of skeptical, Riley, but also you mentioned like other dimensions. Do you have a belief that there may be other dimensions like underneath us? Oh yeah, like there's that, and just like the way time works. Like we have no idea how time works at all. Like, it's just a really crazy thing to think about. Because, like, there's religions and things, but they don't really necessarily explain a lot of things. Because, like, there's Catholicism, which is, like, they invented exorcisms and things like that. But I don't think that, like, 
interdimensional things have really, really been spoken about when it comes to ghosts, aside from, like, maybe, like, certain things, like demons and what have you. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a question for you guys then. So, Riley just brought up demons. Do you guys have a belief that there are two sets of type of spirits out there, ones that could be good spirits and ones that could be evil? Just like people. Yep. Yeah. Shadow men. Yeah. Shadow men. Shadow men. Yeah. That that's a big term in the um, like ghost hunting world. It's like the the shadow Shadowmen, people, skinwalkers. Mm-hmm. We um, when I went to uh, Waverly Hills, that was a big thing. People were searching for there, and I, I personally just went there for the historical uh, content that the building has. But I think I was the only one there, like really interested in the history. Everyone else there was ghost hunters. And when I say ghost hunters, serious as fuck there. Yeah. yeah, They had like these, they had this like sphere that they put on the ground that emitted like thousands of little, yeah. Yeah. And little laser beams. Oh, the red lights. Yeah. And they were like looking for, I was like, man, you guys are way into this. I was talking to one of the guys, like how much he spent on his gear. Like that place had so much death. (laughs) Yeah. I used to be really into ghost hunting like that. But also there's also energy too Mm -hmm. is another thing to talk about along with time and dimensions. Like we don't know what happens. Like I heard, um, this crazy fact about your heart it actually, so it's your only electrical, like, organ in your body, and it can actually, like, it has, like, a field that shoots out about three feet out really? of your body. Yeah. Wow. That is cool. That's an interesting concept, because they say they, we all were giving off, like, energies, and they do those readings and stuff of mm-hmm. people. Auras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, auras and things of that nature. Um, have you guys ever been to like everyone in this room has been to creepy places? I've been to creepy places with both of you guys. What is the creepiest place you guys have ever set foot in? Velasco was pretty surreal for me. <laughs> that was a pretty, it wasn't necessarily even like scary in there. It was just like, just knowing what happened in there. And I wish other people hadn't come, but one day, but I think the scariest place that I ever went into was an old abandoned care center that was in Nephi that like, it was super decrepit. Should have been torn out a long time ago, but I went into it probably three or four times. And there was once that we went in at night and we put a recorder up in the attic and I still have the recording somewhere, but, um, we were away from that thing. We were way away from that thing. And um, I listened to it when we got back home. And it, like, what did it say? It was like, hello, Deirdre, or something. Like, really, like super close to it, it said. It said, hello in somebody's name. Wow. And it was, and then, like, a bunch of other just little things that you couldn't understand, but were definitely not us. That was super cool. That place was like really, really, really weird vibes in there. And this was an old abandoned care center down mm-hmm. in Nephi? Yeah, it is now a Jiffy Lube. It was torn down and now there's a Jiffy Lube there, which is really sad because <laughs> it was a cool building. I think that Jiffy Lube changed my Jeep light. 
in Nephi? <laughs> yes. You're like, in for I bet some it's reason, it's all I bet haunted it's, this light. I bet it's a very haunted <laughs> Jiffy Lube. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, if people don't understand what the Velisca house is, this is a home in Iowa that uh, Riley had educated me on. And I was surprised I had never heard of this place, but it's an unsolved axe murderer. Cold case from 1918. Yeah. And a really, really nice guy. We talked about it. We had an episode going across America and we... He would be so fun to interview. Yeah. He was straight up... Because I expected like he owned the place and I thought he was going to be more kind of stuck up, you know, like some of the people like Zach Bagan type, you know what I mean? But he was so kind and so nice. He and his Yeah, he cats. sat and chatted with us for probably 15 minutes before we even went in and was like, "Oh, you got a place yourself, just go on in there." That's cool. He was the best. Yeah, we were we were pretty lucky. We got there and we were the only ones that had showed up, but then as we kind of were going through photographing stuff, more and more people came, which was like and it's a it's tiny, tiny house. little house. Oh, so it just got crowded. Yeah. yeah, it got crowded. I was like, oh, but they're out of all the rooms in that house, the attic gave me the most creepy vibes. Oh, yeah. That attic was cool. Amityville windows. I think that's what, what did it. <laughs> yeah, with the light coming in <laughs> and little, everything. The little tiny Amityville windows. What about you, Summer? I have never been to a place that scared me more than the house that I lived in. Not the one in, in Kingman. It was actually one in West Valley here. Um, it was a duplex. And we lived on one side. And my aunt lived on another side. Or on the other side, I should say. And that place was scary. Like, that place, you... As you climbed the stairs, every light was on. Like, you turned them on as you went. And you kept them on. Go upstairs. You turn on all the lights. And then when it's time to go downstairs, you leave them all on. Because if you don't, it feels like something is chasing you down the hallway. Really? Yes. Just like really creepy vibes. It was the scariest place I've ever lived. Did you ever look up the history of the home or anything like that? Um, Stephanie kind of knew the history of the home, my aunt. Uh-huh. And uh, she had an old woman that died in her side of the duplex upstairs. And it was really weird. She died in the upstairs bedroom, which was Stephanie's bedroom. And it, when you walk on the carpet, it crunched. Like there's plastic underneath, like where she died, they just kind of covered it and then put the carpet over it. Ooh. Yeah. I bet there was and a stain there still. There probably was. So we actually did recordings up in that room. It was me, Stephanie, my mom and my sister. And we had a tape recorder with us and we're just sitting there like, is anyone here? Talk to us, you know, stuff like that. Nothing. And so we all just started chatting and like joking around and stuff. And then we played back the recording later and it said get out and it was a man's voice and it was like really low and then it like got louder as it said out. It do was you, terrifying. Do you have this recording? We do have the recording somewhere. Yeah. I need to, I need to hear it. Yeah. It, and we're like, it was all girls. Like it was just us up there. And then and just some random man's voice saying get out. Yeah. Oof. And that's, yeah, that place was scary. And then I remember there was one time Stephanie had asked us to do something and we went over to her house and we went upstairs and Aisha and I are standing in her bedroom and like one of us got water dropped on us and we like looked up and we're like, what the hell? And then the other one got like a water drop. And so there's water coming from the ceiling and we're like, shit. So we go downstairs and we get like big bowls and we call Stephanie. We're like, Stephanie, your, your ceiling's leaking. Stephanie left home or left work to come home early because her ceiling was leaking. She got there. 
everything was dry. There was no leak. Even in the pots that you guys had yep. set up, the bowls? Yep. And it was like, it came down after that. Like, it started to come down in streams after it first, like, hit both of us. And we're like, shit. We ran and got all the stuff, put it all underneath. We had pots wow. where these leaks were. She came home. It was bone dry. Bone dry. Yep. Crazy. That's creepy. And then, like, if you were alone in the house, you weren't alone. You didn't feel alone. That was the same house. I think I told you this story where my sister and I were at the kitchen table fighting and I said something to her and I got up and I turned because you have to like the dining room is connected to the kitchen, which is connected to a laundry room and then a bathroom. And I got up from the table, walked through the kitchen and a pan flew right in front of me and hit the wall. And it wasn't your sister throwing the pan at you? From I the was still at the table with Stephanie, my mom. They all saw it. Wow. And I stopped and I was like, okay, I guess I'm not getting up. And I turned around and sat back down. Have you ever thought that maybe you are the haunted one? Sometimes. That you could be like a presence is attached to you and following you around? Sometimes. <laughs> I think well, you I'm not necessarily even an attachment. What was it? It was like an episode of X-Files or something where a lady just had like energy. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily anything attached to her. It was just like her emotions would do things. Well, the only reason why I'm like possibly with the attachment thing is because in another house here in West Valley, the one that's a couple streets down, um, there was one day I went to take a nap. I wasn't feeling really good and I went to take a nap and I was almost asleep. I was like at that stage right before sleep where you can feel yourself kind of drifting and something screamed in my ear and it woke me up and like my heart was pounding. I was terrified and I was like, okay, it just had to be a fluke. Went back to sleep. Same thing happened again. And then every single time that day I tried to nap, it happened. And I got to the point where I was so terrified to go to sleep. I stayed up for 24 hours. Was it a scream or were they saying something? It was a scream. It was just like a blood curdling scream in my ear. That's creepy. It was terrifying. And it happened. I'm going to have to ask you to leave now. (laughs) (laughs) It happened that whole day. And then I think I finally got so tired. I just passed Passed out. out. And then the next day after I woke up, I was like, okay, maybe it'll go. Maybe it's gone. And then that night I went to bed. Nothing happened. A couple nights, nothing happened. And then like a week later, happened again. Wow. I would have to say the most creepy place I've ever been was Trans-Allegheny. Oh, yeah. And the reason being is, like, it's very similar to Waverly Hills in, like, the historical context of a lot of people passed away. But it's very different, too, because they have a history of abuse of the mentally ill and the history that and then the fact that the civil war also took place there partially which is super crazy that place yeah the place has been open for forever it didn't close down until like 1995 yeah that's what i thought was so weird so we're in this building and i'm like okay so this building like what closed down in the 60s but no it was like an elderly home that got closed down by the state because of abuse. Serious? So wait, 
It started out as like a lunatic asylum, right? So it started out as kind of a base for the military, and then they turned it into an asylum. And, and then and they did like lobotomies and stuff there. So abuse happened in the asylum, and then abuse happened in the elderly home that it got turned into. And it was also a criminally um, asylum. Like there was a criminal building. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't... Uh, I didn't like see anything or experience anything. But I did. You definitely <laughs> could you did. feel like the, like a sorrow. Oh, so the very upper floor of the main building, that had the weirdest vibes. It was so heavy up there. The rooms were so much smaller than any of the other rooms in any of the other floors or any of the other buildings. They were just little teeny tiny. And I swear to God, we were in the middle of that hallway that has, like, the the darker colored doors and, like, the aqua color. I swear I heard keys jingling. I remember you saying that. I didn't hear anything, but I remember you yeah. saying that. But and, I, like, we were on the way up there, so there was no way it could have been anyone else. My mind was also somewhere else, though, because we were up here, and I all I can think is backdraft. Dude, the floor, <laughs> man, was, like sinky and <laughs> i was like oh my god we're gonna fall oh dude riley is much braver than me i'm like tiptoeing around and she's just walking. freely walking <laughs> <laughs> that um that was that that whole the whole grounds of that place was just not only creepy just but heavy. it was beautiful too so though pretty. and the like whole town is so pretty the last of us vibes mm-hmm. from that oh the silent hill siren that kept going oh off was so yeah weird. Wait, what? we were in the basement and we're sitting there setting up tripods and we're doing shots and oh my i gotta tell the this cat. story <laughs> that so we're sitting down there and a freaking air raid siren goes off like just like silent hill it was just like that what did you two do looked at each other and we were like what's going on (laughs) and i guess it was the old lunch bell or something or it happened multiple times yeah like it happened at least four or five times and it was creepy but we i riley didn't but i jumped so bad i thought i was gonna have a freaking heart attack <laughs> so funny. they have these cats that freely roam the halls and they're very nice cats we had this one that kind of followed us all over the place <laughs> all over the basement and it followed us in this basement room and i'm sitting there taking this photo it was in a cabinet the cabinet door starts <laughs> to open and You're i like, freaked out skeptical me goes oh my god it's a ghost (laughs) (laughs) dude yes and i was probably like a white sheet like ghost like this cat just opens his oh my god i was terrified oh man i wish we would have got that on camera because it was was so funny (laughs) it was hilarious i need to go there someday well, go again. yeah, we definitely need to get back there. Um, they, I had uh, got on their website though. And they still do tours. Are they still doing the photo tours? That the owner just didn't know what the hell he was even talking about. He's a senile little bastard. Yeah, he, <laughs> I've never been like. Ugh, I was. <laughs> he was pissed for like three days after. He's still pissed. <laughs> I'm still mad at that guy. I'm so glad he uh, didn't see you wandering around the greenhouse. Can you? I can only imagine because <laughs> the greenhouse is the one 
uh, building they say you cannot go into because there's still shards of glass, shards of glass above you that you. can fall on you. But knowing Riley, she's like, oh, fuck this rule. I'm going in there. <laughs> I want to see your pictures. <laughs> I've seen many people go in there <laughs> that have taken pictures that have taken pictures of themselves in, in it. there. Yeah. They probably, I mean, they probably do it because if you get hurt in there, they're not yeah. taking any responsibility. No. Well, like, they maybe you. sign a waiver for the whole thing. Well, and then they say that you can't fly drones there. Next time I we go, I'm taking my drone and I'm just going to fly it from off property because they yeah. can't control the airspace yeah. over. That's true. So I'm just gonna be like, ha ha, <laughs> find my drone. He'll probably be out there with a shotgun trying to shoot it down. Shoot it down. You're like, shit, go into sports mode. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Have you guys ever been um, in, what was that? That was Vader. That was Vader. <laughs> I was like, there's a ghost in here right now. <laughs> He's snoring. Have you guys ever been out on like a roadway or somewhere at night and experienced like extraterrestrial stuff? Yes. I have have not. I wish, but I have not. I experienced something with my friends once. We were out at Stansbury Island and... I've heard a lot about Stansbury. Yeah. It was this like little orb of light that was flying. Mm -hmm. And my one buddy's like, it's just a satellite, dude. I'm like, yeah, but it's changing directory. Like, it's not following how a a path. And it was so odd. And it was like jumping up and down and all around. And at first we thought, oh, helicopter. Mm -mm. But then it would like hover in one place, make no noise, and then like shoot over. Hover, shoot over. Like, and it seemed like it was circling us. And we got we got a ghost that is currently snoozing away and snoring in the room. <laughs> so what extraterrestrial thing did you experience? Wait, wait, let's touch on yours for again for a second. Like, did other people see this? Yes, all of us did. Did they? They were they still like it's a helicopter man? Like after? A no, while? no, no, no. So uh, the friend that had originally he was the one that pointed it out. He's like, dude, there's a helicopter up there. Yeah. And then everyone went, no, it's too high. It's a satellite. And then that's when we notice it's the trajectory is uh, changing. And then, but yeah. And then all, all, we all went to bed that night convinced we were going to get beamed up and (laughs) anal probed and everything. Oh, that's awesome. They would take the cows first out there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mine, I was, we were in Arizona and we were driving through Kingman on our way home. And I would always watch because I'm a big believer in aliens and UFOs and I would always watch the skies and I saw something and I was like, mom, what is that? And she looked out the window. She's like, I don't know. And it just looked, it looked like this kind of like triangle orb. And then we passed a tree and it was gone. And I was like, that was weird. She's like, that really was weird. So the next day I go to school or whatever. She goes to work and she comes home. She's like, hey, you remember that thing you saw last night? I'm like, yeah. She's like, it was all over the news. She's like, people have no idea what it was, but everyone was reporting it last night. Well, they just had another news yeah, in report. Canada. Really? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I thought the one I seen was in Chicago or something. They're all a- over now. Like a- <laughs> aliens walking the street. What? Oh no, that was Florida. Was that Florida? That was Florida. Did you not that see that was one? freaking crazy. Yeah. So there's no videos of inside this mall. 
at all. Like, I've seen every angle of this freaking thing. So there was probably over a hundred cop cars going to this mall, and they were saying that every, like, all the cops were going there because a group of teenagers were letting fireworks off or something and, like, hitting people with sticks or some, some shit. I've never seen so many cops in my life. Like, I can pull up the videos and it's like, what the actual fuck was going on there? And people from inside, like, I've seen, like, four or five different accounts, but they say that a portal opened up in the middle of the mall and these really tall, translucent figures came out and nobody could touch them. And then they would just move really fast and they'd shimmer out. That's freaking cool. Uh-huh. Did, did you see the video from up above? Up above, yeah. You That's, literally... That one's hard for me to like. be like, is that legit? Because it's from so far away that I don't know for sure what the thing is. But it's still pretty crazy that there's so many accounts and like all of the cops can't talk about it. Like there was a kid that called his dad who was a sheriff of the area and he's like, yeah, I can't talk about that. He's like, you really can't? He's like, no, I can't talk about that. That is so cool. Uh-huh. How did I not know about this? Yeah. Yeah, I don't it know happened. how you don't know. Cause how did, happened, what did like, you tell me about this? I thought, last month. Yeah, I thought you being the ET lady would have known. Yeah, it's... Damn. Yeah, look that up. I'm going to. Yeah. Like, after this, uh-huh. we're going to go on a deep dive into YouTube. Yeah. Florida Mall. So it's not on the, the YouTubes. It's on the TikToks. Ah, okay. What was the Canada one? So the Canada one was just reported, I think, last week, or was it was it last week? So I think it became like news last week, but it happened on like the 19th of January. But somebody saw a triangular shaped thing flying about 50,000 feet up in the air. It was pilots that saw it and called it in. Right. And like the guy was like, I don't have any idea what that is. <laughs> And like I think five pilots called it in. Holy! And they have they have recordings of one of them that called in. And then there was the one recently in Vegas. Yeah. That the cops responded to, and it was multiple calls. Right. And they said there was people in their backyard. Oh yeah. Tall, tall, eight foot, alien looking people. And like on the recording for that one, the cops are like, yeah, man, if we hadn't seen it with our own eyes, we wouldn't even be here. Yeah, well, and it's interesting. You can watch the body camera footage because they're at, they have someone pulled over and then over the radio it comes in and you see in the body camera footage this thing. See, I didn't see that footage. Yeah, you, you, if you go on like police activity or something like that, they have the full body cam footage of the cop that responds to it, but the call he's on beforehand where... The weird crap's happening and they get over there and they're like, dude, I would have thought you guys were just playing a game. There's also a video that I'll show you guys. That's like one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I have no idea how they would have faked this. There's a guy filming on his porch during a thunderstorm. And I want to say it was in Oklahoma or somewhere. And every time the lightning strikes, there's this figure in the sky and it's like a huge dude with a cane walking what and like it goes away after the lightning crashes and it goes again and you can see him moving the opposite direction like he's and pacing. there's there's like trees and stuff in the way of this and it's like how in the what that's <laughs> it's crazy so cool. that's nuts yeah i am not a skeptic so s- spirits skeptical aliens dude they're real they're totally real i have no skeptic there like the fbi yeah 
their what is it their unlocked vault or whatever where they you can go in and read their files they talk about extra dimensional beings yeah. and interdimensional beings mm-hmm. and it's like they're real why won't they talk about them because i think you would send the world into chaos because it would totally well they already they've already been like aliens are real guys don't look at what else is going on yeah yeah <laughs> we'll tell you about the aliens as long as it diverts you from everything else as long as you don't like know that we're we're making world war three for whatever the fuck reason we're doing that exactly well and it's interesting because these alien extraterrestrial sightings they ramp up when uh humans are doing bad things like wars and nuclear bomb experiments and stuff like that that's when they ramp up so i think they come down to observe us more when we're screwing around because they're like you know you guys are going to destroy your planet right yeah we're already doing that wholeheartedly doing that it's true like the last two years i've never seen so much fucking destruction in my life like it's just crazy so many factory fires so many farm fires like um, just a couple weeks ago in Texas, there was like eight chicken farms that just got lit on fire for whatever reason. Didn't say why they were just lit on fire. It says one people. What do you call them? Um, the animal rights. PETA. I don't even know if they're <laughs> the around chickens anymore. chickens in it? Because the chickens <laughs> were in it. They wouldn't do that. They would save the chickens, then burn the farms yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, that is, that's. It's so weird. Now, being that we're all photographers at this table, have you guys ever caught something in your camera that you can't explain? And we all know, like, I see a lot of, like, novice photographers, very beginners that go out and they, they'll do shots and stuff and they don't even understand how their cameras are working and they'll, oh, I caught an orb and it's just like dust, dust. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Orbs but, are always dust to me. But anything that you guys have caught on camera that you're like, can't explain? Yes. I don't know if I have. I have to look through a bunch of shit because I'm sure we got something at, at Trans Allegheny. You haven't looked somewhere. I have. I just haven't like really like really looked closely. Yeah, look, look, look. Yeah. What about you? What did what did you capture? I was in Michigan doing ghost hunting in a graveyard. And I was with my cousin Jennifer and my sister. And we're walking through this graveyard and we've got a tape recorder and I've got my little, I think it was like a Nikon, like tiny little camera. Coolpix. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that is exactly what it was. It was a Nikon Coolpix. And we're walking through, talking to the, the recorder and I turn and I look at this tree and I'm like, that's a really cool tree. I wonder if this camera can pick it up. I turned on the flash, went off and I was looking back at it. And there is this thing that's peeking around the tree and it looks like a clown or a soldier. It depends on how you look at it. I think I showed you this picture. Mm -mm. No, I've I've never seen this picture. Yeah, it's on my Facebook, but it's like it's creepy looking the head. it's, It's like it's like it's like peeking around the tree with like its hands on the tree and it's terrifying and to me it looks like a clown but my sister and my cousin were like that looks like a soldier hmm. yeah that's interesting i got the only thing that i've ever captured on camera that i can't explain was in what was that town in was it nebraska that we stopped in we ate that italian food oh yeah and there was that really cool building and we were photographing it and there was that oh, yeah. cafe yeah yeah this cafe had 
no one in it. It was completely vacant. We're looking through the windows and then me and Riley went across the street and we're taking photos just of the building itself. And I don't know if I showed you this photo. I don't think you did. I'm going to have to show you this photo. I think I, I showed you. We'll have to look you closer did. at my buildings. Yeah, you showed me this there. photo. There is a lady sitting at the table. What? I kid you not. Ew. And it is. So skeptic. <laughs> I know. And it's just like, ugh. It was creepy and I can't explain it. Like maybe someone yeah. went in there after we'd come across the street. But to me, the building looked completely it was, vacant. It was very abandoned. Very. That was the creepiest thing that I ever cool. caught on camera. Weird. You have any, you know, like, you so your stuff. I have. So there was like a ghost hunter episode. I can't remember what state it was, but there was a library that they went to. And there was like the haunting of the gray lady in this library and they had and I, this is what I would do during lunch in high school because I had no friends but I would go to the website that they had for this library because they had a webcam set up and I swear to god and I wish that I still had this fucking picture but I have this picture of this smoky gray like wearing like old like probably like 1800s early early 1900s like dress and her hair was up and like she had no color she was gray and it was like it was super 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 weird and I wish I still had that freaking picture I don't it was on the school computer and I like didn't email it to myself because I'm dumb (laughs) but it was that was that was one of the weird things that I've ever seen captured on camera and everything. I remember I've only done like one event that was like quote unquote ghost hunting. And that's when we went to uh, a factory. factory. So much better. It was so fucking hot. Oh (laughs) my. Gross. In the silos. It was like, I swear, 120 degrees. Awful. And me and Riley. How anybody could get anything there. <laughs> we went with, it was Lacey, Riley, me, and our friend Tiffany. And we got separated and we couldn't find Lacey and Tiffany. And we ended Whatever. up in the basement of the Fear Factory. And we're like, what is that noise? Oh. Roaches. It was oh, roaches sad. all oh. over the walls, like <laughs> everywhere. I'm all itchy now. <laughs> it was so gross. Oh. Did you guys like hightail it out of there? No, because Lacey did. Lacey and oh it, yeah, they were with us. That's when we got separated. <laughs> She's smart. They ran I'm away. Like, no, I yeah. would have been with her. No, yeah, no, that. yeah. Tiffany and uh, Lacey were like, nope, we're not doing it. And <laughs> me and Riley went further down into the basement area. Oh my god! If it, I had one of those things crawl on me. Luckily, we didn't have any crawl, but they were everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, this place thousands, thousands of them. Do you guys um, believe in the concept of mediums and things of that nature for like card reading and fortune telling? And I don't necessarily believe in the card reading and the palm reading and things, but like I do believe that some people have like an ability to feel things. And to hear things. So like Sylvia Brown type, or do you think she was just a overhyped? Who is Sylvia Brown? <laughs> Sylvia Brown was Famous one that went on like 
not well wasn't she on she was on mari she was on she, and she had her own uh she had her own hotline she had her own show for oh, okay. a while she wrote books yeah. she was like i think the biggest one of the 90s and 2000s okay. it wasn't yeah. mari she went on it was uh jerry springer <laughs> <laughs> no it was um oh bald black dude kind of looked like oh, mr clean harvey not harvey uh, before before Harvey got a show, oh, he know. got his start from Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Who I can't remember about. what his name was though, either. but she was big on that show. Yeah, I do believe in them. So, elaborate. <laughs> I, I want to know why. Um, I was actually really into all of that when I was younger. I read up a lot on it. I meditated a lot. I tried to unlock my psychic abilities. Um, yes. With air quotes? With air quotes. <laughs> so um, you obviously don't believe you're a psychic. I you want it to be real, real bad. <laughs> no, I, I think that what I did was successful, but it scared the shit out of me. And now, uh, hang on. Before you unlocked your psychic abilities that mm, you have now, mm-hmm. did you hear the screams and all this weird stuff? Or is, nope. So it's after this that you started experiencing these weird ghostly phenomenon. I remember when I was a kid, like I said, I was, I was a strange kid. I didn't say that, but I told you that before. I was a very strange kid. Yeah. And I would read all of these books on this. I was obsessed. I have probably read almost every psychic book out there that there is. And I remember one day, like something changed and everything got kind of weird I was with my mom and we were driving and Jake was like, I want to race you guys home. And so he gets out of the car and he's on his skateboard and he's racing us home on the sidewalk. And my mom's like, you know, trying to slow, go slow enough to let him win or think Mm -hmm. he's winning. And I just looked over and I'm like, Ooh. And she's like, what? I'm like, he's going to fall. And she's like, no, he's not. Two seconds later, boom, fell. And I was just like, okay, that was weird. Just a fluke, whatever. And then there was like a couple days later, we had an ant infestation in our garbage can that we stumbled upon. Me and Aisha, we were home alone and we were fighting. And I just kind of looked at her and I was just like, fall. And she fell into the pile of ants. And I was like, okay, that's creepy. And it was like a little bit after this, I was... I was at school and I hated reading out loud and I just, I did not like the attention and I'm like, I don't want to be the only one reading. And I remember I started reading and my mouth like started to move and talk on its own and like weird sounds came out and I had no control over it. (laughs) Yeah. You're a whole bunch of creepiness. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I remember, like, I was telling my mom about it that night, and I was like, it really freaked me out. And she was like, oh, it was probably just, you know, you were tired or something. And so Aisha was like, read me something. And so I was reading to her, and she watched, and my jaw just kind of went, like, sideways and, like, came back, and, like, the voice came out different. And she was like, what the fuck? Get away from me. You are fucking creepy. <laughs> and I was just like... I didn't do it. Yeah. 
No, okay, now I'm seriously. <laughs> so hang on, you said you unlocked this ability. How did you do this? Or how do you believe you did it? I think through meditation. So just deep meditation gave you this ability to, do you think things communicate through you? I think they probably used to, but I shut it off because I was too fucking scared of it. To Have you ever tried, thought about trying to re-unlock it? Nope. You're like, no, I don't want to go down that Not road. Not after again. the screaming. That makes yeah. sense. There's no way. Do you guys believe in any um, sort of like haunted objects or stuff like that? Like Ouija boards, things of that oh, nature? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. 100%. Have you had any experience? Oh, yeah. So we lived, um, so it was like a south, fourth east down, downtown, like across the way from Liberty Park. And we were in this super ghetto old apartment. And I didn't necessarily experience the same things that my roommate did. My roommate had so many stories. But, like, we would smell rotting meat in our pantry all the time. Like, all the time. It was super weird. And then it would go away. And so it was, like, a long rectangle apartment. And so you'd walk in and there would be, like this room that we didn't really know what to do with and there was an archway and then there was like our living room and then the kitchen and then my room and her bedroom was on the other side of the front door and um like anytime she wasn't there I would like be sitting on the couch and like out of the corner of my eye I'd see something just like moving around in that room and it was super weird and she had so many weird experiences in her room. Like she would hear scratching in her closet all the time. She had this lamp that was um, just like a floor lamp at the end of her bed. And it was like a normal roll click on turn off lamp. And she had this happen like four or five times where she would turn the lamp off and she would lay down and it would turn back on. And so one night we were like, let's, let's do the Ouija board. (laughs) And that's how it always starts. Yeah. And then like, it said that it was like a four year old girl and just like, was kind of incoherent and weird. But after we did that, like she would get scratches on her, on her. And she kept hearing stuff in her closet And she started sleeping out on the couch because she didn't want to be in her room. And then I would have, like, weird dreams where I would, like, wake up, like, in the dream. And she'd be, like, standing over me with her hair over her face. What (laughs) in the hell? (laughs) But, yeah. And then um, there was another apartment that I lived in that was just in South Salt Lake, and it was a little duplex. And this place wasn't scary to me at all. But, um, like, I had a lot of weird little, like, I had this, um, it was like a little wall-hanging thing that I would put my earrings in that I had made out of, like, cut-up toilet paper rolls and glued together. And there was this one particular set of earrings that would always, like, fall out. And it was, like, in the middle and I tried to like recreate it by like pounding on the wall and stuff, and it would just like get like flicked out like somebody had touched it and it had fallen out. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a K2 meter there. What is that? 
So it's like electricians use it to like test for electromagnetic fields, okay. things like that. You'll see it on like every ghost show ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I had one of those and there's this particular spot in my bedroom next to, um, so it was that green lamp that I have in my living room right now, but it was sitting on like a little bookshelf and every time like I would go over there and like the the k2 would like go up spike it would go up and it would stay there for a second and then it would just go away just disappear and there was one morning where i would hear like dishes clinking in my kitchen for for no reason i was alone Mm -hmm. (laughs) and in my bedroom it was just like going crazy like there was like hundreds of people in my room because it was just spiking everywhere And I tested it all the time, and it only did it that one time, but then we did the Ouija board in that apartment, and it kept saying that it was my sister, which was really, really, really weird, because I had never, I've done the Ouija board quite a few times, and I've never had that happen before. It was, it was cool and weird. (laughs) Would you ever do a Ouija board again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you hate Ouija boards. Huh? Yeah, I will not do those. No, they terrify me. See, I'm not scared of Ouija boards at all, and I don't put uh, any like belief in them. But I did have my first Ouija board I ever owned wasn't even a Ouija board. It was just a spirit talking board, and yeah. it was like from the same thing. It, yeah, <laughs> and it was uh, from like the Middle East. Really? Yeah. It was, it was, um, there's some scary stuff over there. Yeah. And it wasn't even in, uh, parts of it were in English and parts of it were in like Arabic. And so it was odd. My grandpa gave it to me. What happened to it? I tore it up and threw it away. Why? Nothing weird happened with it. My, uh, mom found it and she started telling me all these creepy things that can happen with them. And so then I looked up and I was like, how do you just, cause she said, you can't just throw a Ouija board away. It'll come back. So I like looked up the proper way of destroying one. It was like cut it into four pieces and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. It was probably, I looked this up on like AOL back in the day. So it was probably someone just made it up on like how to get rid of one. But I I find them fascinating because throughout culture there's always Mm -hmm. been talking boards and spirit boards and people put a lot of belief into them and i just think they're culturally and socially really cool objects my mom has a story about a ouija board and she they did the ouija board and um she got rid of it afterwards because it scared them she threw it outside in the dumpster and then she went to school and came home and the ouija board was on her bed or and then she did the same thing got rid of it threw it away came home it was in her closet like did not go away and then stephanie and her mom i guess her mom did a ouija board but she did it to where she drew i think in either crayon or pencil i think it was pencil she drew in pencil on the kitchen table made a ouija board and they did it it burned into the table (laughs) really yes i don't know if i believe that one (laughs) I, I know it's not your story, but uh, I, yeah, I'm like, I don't know, but that's, that's what I heard. I have never done a Ouija board, but I've seen too much weird shit to not believe in it. 
Um, what was that other game that kids were playing for a while there with like a pencil or something? Oh, you guys remember that one? So stupid. <laughs> yes. Oh was, my gosh, what the hell is it called? It's like Simon, Simon or something. Yeah, like you communicate to a, a ghost. So you have like yes or no, and then you have two pencils stacked on each other like this. It's so dumb. Oh, is it like it's fake? Rods? <laughs> no, yeah. I have I have divination rods, and those are super so super crazy. No, this was just kids, and they would. It was a big like YouTube phenomenon for a yeah. while, and they would stack the pencils, <laughs> and it was just it's super all duper. gravity. Uh, but kids Stum. would freak out. Gotcha. Have you guys seen? I've I've seen a couple of these on Facebook, Instagram, and I don't have TikTok, but that's where the videos come from. The Teslas driving through the graveyard. Yeah, where they're spotting people. Yeah, and it sees oh, the little. Have you seen? Yeah, they're like, there's so many ghosts. <laughs> have you tried? There's there's filters that you can try that like. Oh, like catch faces. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Oh yeah. I won't do that here, yeah. especially. Dude, let's do that. Are you crazy? Come on. As soon as this. I've done it. In my, I've done it in my apartment in my blue what? chair. <laughs> that blue chair will light up. Really. For for oh. whatever reason. Do you, do you have the app up. on your phone? Yeah. Oh, we're doing that after this. <laughs> So wait, you said you have uh, divining rods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you had anything happen with those? Oh yeah. So and like, what are these? So they're copper rods that have so they're metal. they're loose on the bottom, and they were used back in the day to find like water wells and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so you just hold them. So the and, rods move freely. Up yeah. Top. So they they move. So you can't like breathe super heavily, but like. You can ask stuff, and it's crazy how quickly they'll just be like, Yes, if they go separate, it's a no. Yeah. And then if you walk over, like, a water source, they're supposed to cross. They'll cross, yeah. That's weird. They're they're super, and they're crazy sensitive. They're they're really, really interesting. And my, like, I wish my apartment, this apartment was haunted, but it's absolutely not. (laughs) There's a fear cage behind my my living room wall. We're all, like, a fear cage, so... That that's a ghost hunter's term. <laughs> they were so they're plumbers and electricians, and so it's where all of like the meter boxes are, mm-hmm. and so it gives off like an obscene <laughs> amount of EMF. And I don't know how I don't get headaches because like I'll go out into my living room with my meter, and like if I go probably like three or four feet above the floor, it just goes instantly to red. <laughs> that's crazy. Do you use pendulums? I have I have a pendulum, but I've not really tried it at all. But the div- the divine rods are really really interesting. Mm. Pendulum is that just something that's sitting? It's a there little. It's a little a... copper. Yeah. It's pointed at the bottom. And it's uh, you're supposed to hold spin it. Yeah. And, and it'll, it'll spin, spin one yeah. way for yes, the other way for no. Or I have this little. Um, Stephanie's grandma was a witch, and Stephanie gave me her like a Wiccan witch. Like, no, like she was like creepy, walked into, like my mom walked into her house and she was like, oh, you're pregnant. You're having Pentagrams everywhere. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> <laughs> that kind. She was like super creepy. She just knew things and hmm. she could read you really well. And Stephanie gave me, she had this, uh, this board that she made, this little square and you're supposed to use a pendulum and it's like A, B, C, D, F, G, mm-hmm. all the way through the alphabet mm-hmm. and it swings and. It's basically like a Ouija board, but yeah. for a pendulum. So to kind of end this episode, is there anywhere 
in the world that you guys want to go and experience, investigate, photograph that you haven't been to yet? In oh, so the places. UK, freaking Ireland castles, oh, any yes. castle. Oh, yes. yeah. Like castles, Italy. Oh, sure. yeah. I want to go back to Gettysburg. Oh, that fuck, yes. I would love energy. to go to Gettysburg. Yeah. That place has some energy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We did actually ghost hunting there, too, but not I would like, love to go there. I would yeah, love like, to, like, Airbnb. stay in Airbnb there for, like, a week mm-hmm. and just, like... Explore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, stay in an old-ass Airbnb. I want to go... There's this video... That Why don't they have haunted Airbnbs? They should, right? I would stay there, too. That's, like, a new option on there. Like, <laughs> Do you want your house haunted? It's part of the filter. Yes. You, like, yeah. scroll down. Haunted. But they had this video on YouTube. I showed it to you, and you were like, no, this is stupid. It's fake. But it's, like... These, you can see these soldiers mm-hmm. marching through. Oh, the yeah. No, that's that? that's one of the craziest videos yeah. I've ever seen. That is not fake at all. They're shooting with a shitty little film camera, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it's legit as fuck, and they <laughs> pop in and out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I want to go. That looks incredible, and I want to be there at yeah. night and set up and wait yes. and watch. And I, I would know. also love to go back to Eastern State Penitentiary and see if I could go there at night. To do things because I've been there during the day and it's it's very 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 cool. I want to go to the Lizzie Borden house. Oh yeah, that would be a good one too. Um, I still want to go to the Liska by myself though. That'd be like stay the night. Stay the night. Yeah. All by yourself in there. Yep. You got you you got balls. (laughs) (laughs) Just so there's no interference, there's no like scaredness from anybody. It's just like me. Yeah, that's a hard thing because a lot of these places that people want to investigate, they're booked with like tons of people. Oh, yeah. The the Conjuring House, I'm sure, because like they just had a big like YouTuber um, group go in there just a little while ago that spent, I think, a month there. Really? Mm -hmm. That's cool. And they have they have a pretty like I don't know if it's like legit, but there's this couple that whenever like they hold hands they can ask questions and then like they'll like say the alphabet they'll just like go down the line and they'll feel like vibration in the floor when they hit the right letter wow yeah it's it's crazy and it happens like like one of the guys like started crying because he was like what are you talking about like they guessed his like grandma's name wow yeah yeah, that's the one that's on my list. I really want to go to the Conjuring home. I do too. That looks awesome. That's where is that at? That's back we east somewhere. Because we were where talking about Conjuring going remember, when they had that. Oh no, they were taking the Annabelle doll. Yeah, yeah. no, we that wasn't the house. That was they were taking the original Annabelle doll to a uh, paranormal con yeah. in. That was in Vermont. It is in Rhode Island. Rhode Island. That's right. No, I'm talking about the Paranormal Con. Yeah, it was in Vermont, but oh. they're in Rhode Island. They're in Rhode I- yeah. Island. Yeah. Yeah, that doll would be very... I want to go see Robert the doll, too. Oh, the, God. The cork doll. The, the, the Zach the, Baggins Museum, right? No, that Bobby one is Mackey. actually in, I believe Ooh. it's Maine or something. Have either of you been to the Winchester Mystery House? No. The coolest no. thing ever. I almost got lost in it. <laughs> That's the house where she... They, they, let me like linger back when I was taking pictures and I was like, I don't know where everybody went. (laughs) Winchester house. That's the one where she, it was her husband was the maker of the Winchester rifle. Yeah. And she kept building and building and building and building. And there's seven miles of piping in that thing. Tear down the HH Holmes. 
I think so. Unfortunately, yeah. Yes, pretty sure they tore that down. Okay, to end this, mm. we've talked about places we would like to go. Last question. Is there a place you would like to own? And if you owned it, what would you do with it? Amityville. Uh, yeah, Amityville. And Alaska. B&B. Yeah. B&B. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. If I could afford Trans-Allegheny, I'd totally buy oh, that yeah. shit. <laughs> you're exactly. talking like unloaded money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, anything. Anything. Mine would be the Amityville. Yeah. I would make it a, I would live in it and, and I would do like a, a hosted Airbnb, like yeah. talk about the history Bed of the breakfast. home. Yeah. yeah. And be like, oh yeah, tours. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like just, that. I mean, the last time it came on the market, it was like a million two, something yeah. like that, which I think if you had a really good business plan written, you could almost probably get like a business loan on that thing. Oh and yeah. Produce, I think you could probably make that so profitable. And I can't believe no one has bought it yet for that purpose. It's just always gone through just private home ownership. Yep. Part of me thinks if that's part in the contractual obligations, like the neighborhood's like, we will not have this be a tourist destination. Well, it's like the people that own like the Breaking Bad house have to fence their house because they kept having pizzas thrown on top of it. (laughs) Yeah. People are nuts. Uh-huh. Yeah, they just sold the Stranger Things house as well, didn't they? they? Will Byers house or yeah. something? Really? Yeah, that came up on uh, the market. That's really cool. So with unlimited funds, then yours would be... I would still do Amityville, but I would also do some asylums. I do like the Winchester. And that'd Lizzie be pretty Borden. cool. Lizzie Borton would be really cool. That one my coworker like went a, to and she said... A castle in, in Ireland would be pretty cool. <laughs> said it was over commercialized really? lizzie borden yeah, yeah she said yeah, for sure she wishes it was just more like rustic but it's very like it's very staged things are yeah. put in there and it's just yeah. she's like it almost felt like disney-esque type yeah. things so the cool the super cool thing about the winchester house is like they do have they have like original furniture and stuff set up but like in certain areas and you can do night tours there too in certain areas, there's just, like, a vibe. And her favorite number was 13. So there's, like, in most of the rooms, there's, like, 13 windows or, like, 13 entrances wow. in and out. She has, like, a a seance room that, like, you can open the door and you'll, like, fall down into the kitchen sink. <laughs> when, when was that home built? Um, So it started, let's see, it started, I want to say, in like 1918, I could be wrong. And she just kept building yeah. and building. And there was a movie about that too, like yeah. a horror movie or something. Don't watch it, it's really bad. <laughs> That's interesting. She always thought that the ghosts of the Native Americans weren't going to come get her or something. So it's... it wasn't of the Native Americans, it was of the people that were killed by the Winchester Oh, rifles. okay. Oh, so just anyone. Mm-hmm. And she was just super paranoid. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's got to be interesting. There's staircases that go to nowhere. and Doors that open to like walls. your death. Oh, <laughs> and walls. Yeah. And like she has, so she was a really little teeny tiny lady. She, I think she was like four ten or something. She was really small. And she has little easy riser stairs all throughout it. And they like weave. <laughs> Like this. Can you imagine being the contractor? Like, no. Like, you want us to do what now? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> All right. This is a safety hazard, ma'am. So, 
It was built from 1886 to 1922 when she died. Wow. So always under construction. 24,000 square feet. Wow. 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors, 160 rooms, 52 skylights, 42 stairways and fireplaces, 17 chimneys, 13 bathrooms, 16 kitchens. Oh, my God. I can only imagine you'd get so lost in that place. Look, yeah. look up how big that thing is. Oh, that's yeah, before that's, the earthquake. That's massive. Because one of her towers, she had two towers and one of them fell down. Fell down. Have you seen this? No, let me see. Holy crap. She built herself a freaking compound. Crazy. And like all the woodworking and stuff in there is so awesome. That is incredible. I love like the old Victorian era homes and I would, stuff. I would, I would I love that one. Architecture was still art. Yep, it's just garbage now. Yeah, now it's, we are. Let's everywhere look like Russia. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> pretty no much joke. where we're at. Well, that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this one up because I want to go see this app on Riley's phone and figure out what <laughs> might be in this house. Oh, um, God. As I always end these ones, be happy, humble, and humorous out there and treat each other nicely. Don't get caught by some spooky ghost. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) 